Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi there and welcome to the first Explaining History podcast of 2020 and today I'm going to talk uh, about not the development of post-war fascism in Italy but the the kind of the continuity of pre-war wartime and then into post-war fascist movements and how it was that um, unlike Germany, um, fascism continued to uh, have, have quite a, a sort of like a healthy, thriving, uh, if um, to some degree underground existence uh, in Italy, uh, whereas um, Nazism uh, in the aftermath of the Second World War was uh, um, largely stamped out. Um, than its um, ability to kind of uh, develop into uh, new forms in post-war um, East and West Germany uh, discontinued. Um, so today we're going to look uh, one, again at Roger Eatwell, um, his history of fascism. Um, quite a, 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 an excellent, uh, an excellent book, Roger Eatwell. Now uh, has done some uh, brilliant writing on the the wave of uh, uh, right wing populism uh, and dare I say fascism around the world uh, at the moment. So, um, in chapter eleven of his book, Neo Fascism in Italy, um, he describes the scene. Uh, he describes the fall of um, uh, Mussolini in July nineteen forty three. Um, following the Allied invasion of Sicily. Um, And he writes, The palace coup which overthrew Mussolini during July 1943 did not mark the beginning of a smooth transition from dictatorship to democracy. After his daring rescue by Otto Skorzeny's SS commandos, uh, who had sent to save uh, Mussolini uh, by Hitler, the Duce uh, uh, founded the Salo Republic, uh, which normally still controlled most of Italy. In reality, his masters were the Germans, whose armies rushed south in an attempt to stem the advance of the Allies from their Sicilian bridgehead. Confronted with this German move, the King and Marshal Badoglio's new government fled Rome to avoid capture and probable trial by the Germans. So this movement, uh, this this flight of uh, the Italian government. 
that had previously been dominated uh, by uh, the fascists creates a political vacuum um, that was filled um, by the various opposition groups which had been um, active uh, in uh, partisan ways uh, during the war. Um, a lot of this was based around the Communist Party, which had created a kind of a, a skeleton uh, underground uh, network. Um, uh, however, it included also remnants of the old Catholic Popular Party, um, which began to coalesce into uh, the new uh, Christian Democratic Party. Um, a, a number of national liberation committees uh, were formed across Italy um, and developed a, a popular front, um, part of the, the kind of the response of the, the left and the centre to fascism during the 1930s. Um, and out of this emerged a broad-based coalition government um, towards the end of the war, which was exactly the sort of thing that the Allies were hoping uh, would emerge um, to create a, a kind of a, a political uh, centre block in Italy uh, that would keep both communists and fascists at, at bay. So this um, presented actually quite a facade of national solidarity. Behind it existed, uh, as it does in all societies, but particularly ones emerging from a war, uh, all manner of uh, social and political divisions. In southern Italy, um, the liberation had come as a result of the invading Allied armies, because they had come from the south, from Sicily, uh, and then to uh, Salerno. Um, and the locals um, had uh, little input. Life had changed in the south very little, even um, as a result of two decades of uh, kind of fascist coordination. One of the the kind of the goals of fascism, or the uh, inspir the 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 factors that kind of inspired this um, extreme uh, desire within the fascist movement for coordination, was the fact that Italy it was a kind of a fundamentally divided country into a, a relatively industrialized north and a fairly backward and agrarian south, and one of fascism's failures was to create this nation-state with a, uh, a united people um, within it. There was an interesting development when the Americans moved uh, from south to north. Uh, they uh, liberated mafia leaders, mafiosi, uh, who had been jailed by the fascists uh, in the belief that they would be um, local anti-fascist uh, sort of organisers and strongmen. Um, there was all sorts of um, all sorts of um, subterfuge surrounding the American mafia. I know various kind of thrill novels have been written about the likes of Lucky Luciano uh, being parachuted into uh, uh, Sicily and things like that to uh, get the the mafia together into to resist the Nazis. Much of it really fanciful stuff. Um, what normally tended to happen is when the Americans gave um, Italian-American gangsters money to speak to uh, old, you know, friends back in the old country, that money tended to, to evaporate. And uh, I suspect um, the Mafia's role in the liberation of Italy is pretty limited. And then surprisingly, um, Mafia strongmen 
rarely tend to have progressive points of view. So what happened is at the moment these uh, thugs were um, uh, liberated, they went back to doing what the Mafia had always done in Italy, uh, and uh, the role of the Mafia were really the, the kind of the uh, landowners' attack dogs to keep the peasants in line. And so they began to um, support uh, and um, dominate inter- influential local conservative figures um, to reassert their power after the end of fascism. In the north of Italy, beyond Rome, uh, anti-fascists um, had been uh, had remained um, underground, i.e. active in anti-fascist activities, uh, since the July 1943 coup. Um, in the memoirs of Primo Levi, it's about this time that um, he's actually caught by the Nazis and, and shipped off to, to Auschwitz. Um, in the, it was in this region, in the north of Italy, that uh, anti-fascist partisans actually play um, an active role in liberating Italy. Even though the main fighting was done by Allied armies, uh, many of them... Um, risked life and limb and uh, often were killed or captured uh, and did their utmost to defeat the enemy. There were about 100,000 um, regular members of the uh, the partisans by uh, the beginning of 1945 and they were effective in launching attacks on the Germans and their supporters in the, the Salo Republic um, the most um, uh, the most significant part of the uh, anti-fascist uh, partisan force uh, were the, the communists, um, and the communists. I think we've talked about this before. Um, the after the end of hostilities, after the end of the Second World War, uh, the communists took out pretty um, brutal retribution. Uh, against the uh, fascist uh, exist the remaining fascist forces uh, in northern Italy, and the uh, the bloodletting went on for quite a considerable degree of time um, in a uh, no prisoners uh, kind of way. So the figure that Roger Eatwell puts forward, and this seems to um, be pretty uh, consistent with other stats I've heard, is that about fifteen thousand fascists were executed. Uh, at the end of the war, by communist partisans, many um, former fascists were taken prisoner, often without being charged. Um, Roger Eagle writes: More frequently, fascists were roughed up or humiliated. Old scores were settled. One Turin left winger, for instance, had carefully bottled the excrement, um, which resulted after he was purged with castor oil. On liberation, he forced his fascist tormentor to drink the wine. The division between northern and southern Italy was clearly underlined in the referendum which took place in 1946 on the future of the monarchy. The king's role in bringing Mussolini to power and supporting him at crucial moments had led to a strong desire to abolish the monarchy among the centre and left-wing parties. Shortly uh, before the referendum, however, Victor Emmanuel abdicated in favour of his son Umberto. The fresh appeal of the new monarch and the widespread support for the monarchy among voters in the more conservative South, meant that the creation of a republic was only approved by 54% of Italian voters. So it was a fairly slim victory. 
So Italians voted for a constituent assembly um, and approved a new constitution. Um, the constitution reflected uh, a, uh, a reaction against fascism. So that meant that the president was only to be a weak figurehead uh, and could not have the kind of arbitrary powers that Mussolini had been able to wield. Um, and the, the president himself would be elected by parliament. And parliament would be elected by a form of proportional representation, which would mean that there would be no one party dominating all of parliament, and therefore no one party, such as a fascist party, that would be able to um, propose a leader um, and then that leader, uh, work with that leader in order to subvert democracy. So um, there were anti-fascist safeguards built into the constitution and the fascist party itself was of course banned. Um, however, behind the facade of government, much remained pretty much the same. The absence of a major purge of fascists um, helps to explain uh, the relatively benign treatment of uh, former fascist leaders in courts or trials. So by that I mean that the, the bureaucrats, the pen pushers, the police officers, the judges, the civil servants, the uh, uh, everyday administrators... Um, were were not got rid of. Much is the same in in Germany. Um, a great many former Nazis gradually sort of drift back into public life, because in the four Allied sectors of Germany, it's, it's realised that um, so many people were in the party, or so many people were implicated in the crimes of the party that you uh, would be unable to um, have the gas turned back on or the rubbish collected if you don't actually have former Nazis uh, doing it. The government passed an amnesty of reconciliation in 1946, so the uh, pen pushes of the uh, fascist regime, um, the, the kind of the small fry, uh, are allowed out. Roger Eatwell writes, The trial of Valerio Borghese, a, charismac a charismatic and much decorated hero of the naval war against the British, was typical. He had become the leader of one of the Salo Republic's most notorious military units, which engaged in torture and reprisals against villagers in the battles against the resistance. Yet he was put on trial in Rome, well away from the scene of most of his crimes, and although sentenced to a long term of imprisonment, he was shortly afterwards set free on grounds of extenuating circumstance. So by the late 1940s, um, another reason had come along for leniency towards former fascists. And this was the decision taken in 1947 by the Christian Democrat Prime Minister Alceste Di Gasperi to push the communists out of his government. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. 
like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Um, and the Democratic Socialists followed uh, shortly afterwards. So this then makes former fascists potential allies or even actual supporters um, of the, um, Democrat, the Christian Democrats in an anti-communist crusade. Now here we see the, um, the, the politics of the Cold War becoming pivotal to what happens in Italy next. Of course the fascists would now, or former fascists anyway, who would not go around advertising themselves as fascists, but former fascists, um, would um, be more inclined to support a, a centre-right government um, against the communists. Um, and there was a, a great deal of interest uh, from America. There was a great deal of interest, particularly from, uh, from Truman, in the fate of Italy, um, as the, the American view of Europe was that not only had Eastern Europe fallen, but there were huge communist parties in France and Italy, and these were the two countries that were suspected might go next. Um, there was, it was a very encouraging sign, as far as uh, the Americans were concerned, that the communist party was forced out of government. Because, of course, across the Eastern Bloc, the communists came to power by forging coalitions with um, centre-left parties and presenting themselves to be the honest partner, the um, uh, compliant player in the, um, the post-war reconstruction governments. The uh, onset of the Cold War between um, America and the Soviet Union and the rise of anti-communism uh, across Europe was a general factor in the uh, development of this kind of antipathy. Um, there was had, had been always opposition from the Vatican in the alliance between um, the democratic, uh, the Christian Democrats, and the communists, um, and the De Gasperi government. Um, not only was uh, inclined to go along with these pressures, but had, actually had no way of resisting anyway. The uh, Christian Democrats were heavily reliant on the support of the Catholic Church, and Italy itself is heavily reliant on American aid uh, just at this period of time. The huge, um, uh, huge uh, programme of martial aid that was being prepared for Europe was not something that Italy was inclined uh, to miss out on. Um, a formal peace treaty hadn't been signed, and De Gasperi was uh, pretty keen to maximise American sympathy. 
when it came to signing a formal peace treaty with uh, America, the Americans could cho choose either benign or punitive terms. So it was important to present to America a government that the United States could do business with. And in the 1948 German elections, which were the first that were held under the New Republic, um, there was an uh, immense hostility towards the Communist Party. Uh, the Communists were led by the kind of more central figure, uh, so centre-ground figure of Palmiro Togliatti. But even he, as a kind of a conciliator, ha was no match for um, American covert support and the power of the Vatican, um, which led to a 48.5% uh, share of the vote for the Christian Democrats. And remember, in a uh, country that practices proportional representation, that is a significant proportion, um, which um, became a small overall majority of seats in the Chamber of Deputies. This isn't to suggest that the left was completely crushed. They continue to be a significant force in Italian politics um, throughout the, um, the Cold War period. Um, and the, the kind of the pattern of um, coalitions, normally centre-right ones, uh, were established. So following the end of the war, there were um, many fascists who, uh, unlike Germany, um, were happy to and saw it as realistic to be uh, politically active and stay within, uh, stay within the spotlight, really. Um, there were fascists who were pretty explicit that they had served Mussolini and they had little issue in, uh, in announcing this. I suppose that the, um, uh, the, the Italian fascism was able to distance itself uh, from the Holocaust. It was able to distance itself from um, the horrors of the Russian front. Not that Italian fascism had not been involved in both of these um, crimes against humanity, it certainly had, but Italian fascists were able to uh, present the, to um, those that were willing to listen to them the idea that they had had a slightly better war, and that whilst mistakes had been made, really th the, they had acted in the defence of Italy, no matter how disingenuous that actual statement statement is. Um, so, for example, um, there were two new parties which emerged during 1945-46. The first was called the Party of the Common Man. Um, the founder was uh, Guillermo Giannini, um, who was a, a novelist, a writer of kind of detective fiction. Um, in 1944, he'd started a newspaper called Luomo Kalunik, um, which, um, which, or Common Man, um, which um, quickly um, began to attract um, a readership, uh, quite a large readership, several hundred thousand, and it was a, a real kind of piece of, of, of tabloid trash, a kind of a gossip sheet. Um, Giannini later alleged um, that he was uh, under pressure uh, from readers uh, into forming a political party in 1945. Um, so this is mainly a newspaper of the South where there was growing sort of resentment over the the kind of the political winds blowing from the North. They, um, there was a, a, a deep kind of fondness still for Mussolini, uh, not in any particularly 
overly political way, but as a kind of a, uh, an admirable, um, a strongman figure um, who had the, the nation's interests at, at heart. Um, the uh, centrist government uh, that had emerged in, in the north was fairly disliked in the south. Um, there were local ex-fascists who now looked for a more respectable vehicle uh, with which to uh, enter politics. They dropped much of the rhetoric and the black shirts, but a, a, a party of the common man seemed like a, a kind of a rather, rather nice packaging for them. There were others who thought that a, the, a political party was uh, a useful means of uh, managing local corruption in the South, organising patronage and influence and graft and backhanders and all that sort of thing. Um, in the latter group were several landowners and industrialists, including Achille Lauro, um, the Neapolitan shipowner um, who had uh, wanted to join the Christian Democrats, um, but who um, would not, who was kind of blackballed from them really because of his associations with uh, Mussolini. Um, so the logo for the party was of the little man being uh, crushed and the ordinary man was being crushed by all the kind of the usual populist uh, sort of demons, um, political parties, bureaucrats and of course the occupying uh, allied forces. The policy of the party was demagogic. Um, it was a collection of fairly populist measures, so offering really whatever the audience wished to hear, and based around the idea that the uh, the state, the encroaching state, uh, would be kept at bay. Um, and this fed in once again to this rather southern Italian idea of uh, resenting uh, centralisation, resenting coordination, resenting uh, the trepidations of, of the state on um, the rights of, of, of individuals and resenting taxpaying by and large. So the, the platform of this uh, new kind of quasi-fascist or sort of continuity fascist party was, was kind of a negative and with a certain kind of slightly anarchic traits. Um, it was about really uh, rejecting things as opposed to presenting uh, platforms. And it was it gained considerable support in 1946, so 20% of the vote in Roman Naples it gained, and more um, in alliance with other parties uh, in the south. The party's days were uh, numbered, it didn't last very long, um, so it had little kind of internal coherence, and it was more importantly um, that the Christian Democrats uh, feared that it could uh, undermine their bid to build a support base in the South. It was followed by, a year later, by the uh, Italian social movement, the MSI, which won 2% of the vote in 1948. Um, and this was mainly in former uh, Party of the Common Man uh, strongholds around Rome and the South. So you have one fascist party kind of cannibalising the votes uh, of others. And this anti-fascist activity... Uh, made it difficult for the um, party to really organise itself in the North because the North is obviously the, the stronghold of anti-fascism. 
Um, and its main weakness really had stemmed from the fact that um, much uh, there were many links that it had that its members had to the uh, violence of the Salo Republic. And the Salo Republic in northern Italy was far more violent than most of the the, the, the years of fascist control uh, under Mussolini um, when uh, before the Second World War. So the um, MSI. Um, had uh, fairly limited support and the uh, way that the new electoral system was uh, and and electoral um, uh, voting was um, arranged was that it resulted only in 1948 with six uh, seats in the Chamber of Deputies. But it established a presence there that it would maintain throughout the, uh, the Cold War period. So what we can see from the um, end of the Second World War is that whilst on a national level, constitutionally, the country was rebalanced and rebuilt and redesigned politically to prevent a resurgence of fascism, fascism itself and right-wing populism had deep roots, deep cultural roots in, in Italy uh, based in uh, local patronage and allegiances, a rejection of the central state, um, and the the kind of the right wing extremism that was um, uh, uh, put about and sort of articulated by these two groups had less to do with the the grand visions of recreating the Roman Empire that Mussolini had, and more to do with a kind of a more nihilistic rejection of the the kind of the strictures of uh, modern society and kind of uh, liberal bourgeois politics. Anyway, I'm going to finish there and we'll continue to look at fascism uh, throughout the year. But uh, welcome back to the podcast and uh, let's have a great year of talking about modern history. Thanks very much, everybody. All the best. Bye-bye. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.